the volume. Moneyline Monaco is brought to you by FanDuel. It's never been easier to play fantasy on FanDuel. Whether you love basketball, golf, soccer, or any other fantasy sport, there is a contest for every fan. FanDuel. More ways to win. Happy Monday, top of the week and top of the month to you out there. Happy March. We flipped the cover on February, turned the page on good beats, on bad beats, on a full month on the volume sports. Thank you for subscribing, rating, reviewing. Don't stop. We need every single one of you out there spreading the good money line Monaco word. Shout out to a two and one Friday pod. We end after a Lakers win over the Blazers with a Tottenham Spurs W. They shellacked Burnley 4-0. We had them on Friday, minus 180 on FanDuel. We hope you cashed. And we will also be talking Spurs. Steve Nash headed to Popovich land later. But of course, we have to get into the top of the show, and that is the Utah Jazz taking on the Pelicans. Jazz minus 6.5 is your FanDuel Sportsbook spread today. Moneyline minus 260. Pelicans a plus 215 dog. And I got to take the number one cover in the NBA, the Utah Jazz. Take note, it is their best start in franchise history if you didn't know now you did going against a pelican squad that lost for the seventh time in 10 games and that includes against a san antonio spurs team that was missing five players for a sixth consecutive game due to covid protocol now we are talking about still as we approach the all-star break The number one cover against the spread in the NBA, the Utah Jazz, have been absolutely spectacular. They did catch a little bit of a trap game in Miami, a loss, but sometimes a a loss is a good thing. But they bounced back nicely against the Magic and balled out really in the second half going against Orlando in a game where Mitchell didn't score in the first quarter. And they still managed to win the first quarter by one point. Donovan ended up with 31 points. He had 15 in the third quarter. And get this little, put this in your back pocket. Whether Conley goes tonight or not, Mike Conley. The Jazz are 7-0. When cul-de-sac Joe Ingles, father or whatever, fills in for Conley. And all he had against the Magic was 17 points and 7 dimes. And they're undefeated. It's a system in Quinn Snyder's Utah offense. They put up 70 points in the second half against the Magic. This team is number one in points differential at 8.7 points per game versus a team today, the Pelicans, that are 16th. So the Jazz at plus 8.7 have done everything in the book you could possibly ask. They have the third best defense, giving up just 106.5 points per game versus the Pelicans, who are 26th 
and defense. And we got a whole Stan Van Gundy bag of trick problems over there in New Orleans. They don't play defense. Because this is third in scoring versus fifth in scoring today. The Pelicans know how to put the ball in the basket. But if you're going against a team like the Jazz, you have to do the little things well. And the Pelicans just don't. Every single stat I look at is in favor of Utah. I told you, third best in defense. Number one in point differential. The Pelicans are 28th in blocks, so expect Gobert to eat. And... The Jazz are second in rebounds. These two teams have played twice this year already. And the Jazz won 118-102 and 129-118. So if we're staring at six and a half, you have to say to yourself, Jazz five and one on the back end of back-to-backs going against a squad that just can't seem to do the little things right. Let's not overthink the room. Let's just take the number one cover and the number one team in the NBA to beat a young squad. I will swallow the 6-5. Give me the take note, Utah Jazz, Shaq's Jazz, to kick off the program. All right. I know I said I didn't want to touch college basketball as much as I don't. Because whatever you listen to me say, it's at this point, you almost want to do the Costanza opposite. I mean, literally, anything I'm feeling, just fade me in college basketball. College basketball, UFC, and soccer. Those are the three that have ended my savings account. But today, I have to go with a beer pong rebuttal game. This is a back-to-back game in terms of they've played each other over the weekend and it went to overtime. This is the Oklahoma State Cowboys taking on the Sooners. It's a pick on FanDuel at the moment. Line is subject to change. Oklahoma Sooners headed to Oklahoma State, and I got to take the Sooners in a bounce-back game. They lost 94-90 in overtime. Actually, a six-point home favorites, which was followed by a five-point road loss to Kansas State where they were 10-point favorites in the previous outing. So Oklahoma, top 10 program in basketball, if you've been watching any Big 12, they've been struggling as of late. But I got to be honest, I love the fact that they were up. I watched a little bit of this game. I love the fact that they were up seven at half and they were playing gorgeous I I mean they really were until Cade Cunningham went absolutely he went buddy healed berserk to shout out a throwback big 12 player 40 points career high and he bested his 29 point previous career high and, and absolutely just I would say solidified that he's probably going top two. Probably should go number one, but if he doesn't go number one, the guy makes makes an excellent argument for going number one overall in the NBA draft next year. So again, seven-point lead for Oklahoma in this one, and I love that Harmon had 23 and Reeves had 22. Now, Reeves is the second-leading scorer in the Big 12, and they combined for 45 points in this one. It was a losing effort. 
here's what I like today. So first of all, the Cowboys' second leading scorer, their guard, Isaac, he's questionable with a hand injury. So if you're going top two versus top two right now, OU has a little bit of a lean. Now they're struggling, but it does come down as we're getting closer to these conference tournaments, as we're wrapping up the season, each win matters that much more. And you have to ask yourself two things when you're, when you're looking at this game, the six point spread was what Vegas felt was the correct line over the weekend. Now we're talking about a pick them. Now that spread was in favor of the Sooners. You learned it on the cast. If you've been listening to every episode, buyers, recency, bias, purchases. So everyone wants to lean Oklahoma State today. I'm telling you right now, you have to tell yourself, OU is the colder team. I mean, they're 45.6 from the field, 33.7 from beyond the arc. And in that Saturday win, the Cowboys shot just shy of 50%. It's a defense that gives up more than 70 points for just the second time in the last six contests, but they allow 71.4 points per game on the season. So for me, I'm saying out loud, okay, I get the second biggest scorer in the Big 12 coupled with Harmon. It's a beer pong rebuttal game. They need to have it. They need to have it. And the top scorer, Cade Cunningham, 12 of 21 from the field in their overtime win. 13 of 14 free throws, 11 boards, three steals, two blocks. Can he repeat that performance? He also had 10 in overtime, by the way. Can he repeat that performance tonight? I'm going to say no. I will be remiss if I don't tell you, though, because again, it could be fade Monaco on a Monday in college basketball. The Cowboys, Oklahoma State, have won their last four games straight up and covered the spread in four of their last six contests. If you're racking your head against the wall, the gambling wall on this one, know that the total has gone over in five of their last eight games. And they're overall tied with Oklahoma at 9-6 and straight up in Big 12 play. It's very down the middle. It's why they're capping this as a pick I feel OU is a deeper team. I'll take the two scores with a questionable guard in Isaac and not banking that Cunningham has another redonkulous game. And and again, let me remind you, the Sooners were up at 7 at intermission. So on that note, I will take the Oklahoma Sooners in the marquee Monday matchup of the college basketball world. And you put that in your coffee as we move on. The next time you're watching basketball, I've got the perfect way for you to get in on the action for free. I'm talking about NBA in-play. It's absolutely free to play on the FanDuel app and features all the fun of live betting. NBA InPlay turns every quarter of every game into a free contest where you can win real cash prizes. So while you're watching the game, all you have to do is predict the outcomes of plays and game props before they happen to claim your share of the prize pool. Best of all, a new contest starts every quarter of every game, giving you more ways to win. FanDuel is the exclusive home for NBA InPlay, so the action is always available right at your fingertips on the FanDuel app. The app is so easy to use, and it takes less than two minutes to sign up. 
And it doesn't matter where you live or where you're traveling to because NBA in play is available in every state. Don't miss your shot. Get in the game and download the FanDuel app to start playing NBA in play today. All right, we're back to the NBA. Hi, how are you? How you doing? Let's go. Now, the line isn't fully set because Kyrie has still not let us know if he's playing today. Whoop-dee-doo, Basil. Thanks, pal. But I'm going to swallow the points. Brooklyn on the road against Popovich's Spurs. Nash first, Greg with two Gs, who have won three of four. And listen to this stat. It's actually the reason why I'm taking Brooklyn today, and I feel great about it despite what I'm about to tell you. I can't even really believe this. I thought there was no bigger streak than the Raptors Sixers streak of 16 straight regular road, regular season road L's that the Sixers had suffered at Drake's Raptors nest. Get this. The Nets have dropped 17 straight games against the Spurs in San Antonio. Oh my goodness gracious. Let me repeat that. A Phillip Rivers number, 17. The Nets have dropped in a row, 17 straight games. Like being college basketball against the Spurs in San Antonio. But you know what? It's still the number one offense in the NBA. And if we're going to make this a good old Texas shootout, the Spurs are 30th in three-pointers and the Nets a second. All right? And the s- still, despite what you want to say about the Nets defense, they are sixth in points differential at plus 4.4. And it's going against the grain on the 17th straight Nets losses. But this is a whole new Nets squad. You know it. And they're coming off a loss that really wasn't It was one of their worst games, I would say, of the year. And I know they had no Kyrie, but it was a really, really mediocre game in which the Mavericks, who have not looked hot, we faded them, we took the Sixers against them, and they they righted a lot of wrongs. So Harden's average 24.8, 5.6 Danny Dimes and 5.2 boards in 37 games against the Spurs. He loves going against the Spurs. You know the drill. Kyrie should go, and Kyrie in 15 games against the Spurs in his career averages 21-5-2. And And listen to this, Joe Harris. He is shooting 50.9% on 6.7 attempts from three this year. We said it before everyone jumped on it in the media. The Nets were going to win the East, and the quote that I saw that stood out was when Kyrie looked at Harden and he just said, you're the guy, you're the point guard. And it was all about how these alphas were going to coexist. And that was very big of Kyrie because Harden wants the ball in his hands. He is better with the ball in his hands. You already know Kyrie knows how to create his own shot just as well as Harden. But Harden's arguably one of the best in the game at creating separation. And when the rock is in his hands... On this squad, career highs with the Nets in field goal percentage, three-point percentage, rebounds, and Danny Dimes. It's just too much Nets offense, I think, tonight 
And pending the spread, pending Kyrie, when this pick hits your ears, you decide what to do. But I'm sorry. The Nets were on an eight-game winning streak before that Mavericks loss, beating quality clubs like the Clippers and the Lakers. We know it to be true. The number one offense in the association. And on that note, I will swallow the points and take your neighborhood Nets. And we end on another basketball pick because, come on, we're going to segue into Champions League again tomorrow. We're going to start talking baseball. Happy baseball. Preseason kicked off. We're covering everything. Don't forget it. And, yes, I will throw in a hockey pick this week. It is necessary. Hockey's just one of those right now that's just I'm still understanding the lay of the land of what's happening. There's just there's a lot of teams beating up on each other on the ice right now, and it's a hard, hard sport to predict. But I'm going to take the Blazers minus six over the Hornets on FanDuel with conviction, a Blazers four-game losing streak in which they lost to the Wizards, Suns, Nuggets, and Lake Show. I am going with Dame Dalla yet again, and it's in large part For two reasons. They had two days off. A whole weekend. A whole weekend. You're almost missing game action. When you go from Friday night. To go think about what an abysmal performance. The second half was for the Blazers. 19 in the third I believe it was. Just even worse in the fourth. I mean that was one of the worst offensive games I've seen Melo play after all those numbers I gave you. I mean Lillard can only do so much. But at home this year, the Blazers are averaging 113.4 points a game. I love that. They are 8 and 2 in their last 10 against the Hornets who are on a back-to-back by the way. Another caveat and a big reason why I like the Blazers, a rested Blazers team versus a Hornets team going against the Kings yesterday. And you know what the Kings do. They exhaust you by playing no defense and making you play a lot of offense. That is Luke Walton, no business being a head coach, alma mater from my high school, Kings leader over there. But you know what? You can take your mediocrity and go up to Portlandia where they're averaging this. Now, here's Dame's numbers at home this year on 14 games. 29 points, 7 assists, 5 boards. Gorgeous. Despite dropping 4 straight, they're still the 4th best cover in the NBA. They are the 4th best cover in the NBA. The Blazers. They cover. All right? Second least in turnover, still top four and three-pointers. And I just, I like the spot. It's just a spot pick. We can go into more numbers or I can just tell you, look, the Hornets on the road, young team going up to a rested old school Rose Garden, now the Moda Center. I like the Blazers. They have to win this game and they have to win it with convincing fashion and I'll take the fourth best cover and I'll take a team that refuses to lose a fifth straight they get a little bit of a break against a Hornets team who I do like I do like them I just it's a spot pick so on that note Blazers minus six over 
the Hornets to wrap up today's show. And we go around the horn one last time to repeat it. I will take the Utah Jazz swallowing points, taking a nice victory at Van Gundy's house. Stan turns maybe Homer angry during this one. Wouldn't love a little Homer Simpson coming out in Stan Van today. I'll take Oklahoma in the beer pong rebuttal game in a pick over Oklahoma State. They need it. They gots to have it. I will take the Nets over the Spurs, ending a 17-game home win streak for the Spurs at San Antonio. Ho-ho, we're really doing it. And I'll take the Blazers to end their four-game losing streak, swallowing the six. That's your Monday show. Again, please rate, subscribe, review. Every one of you matters. I appreciate the listeners. Appreciate the support. We gots to keep it going. And you better believe we're going to have a lucrative march. Thank you for listening. Make sure to hug your mothers. I'm out. Volume.